Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a beautiful wintry Saturday morning here in Gippsland. And uh, great to have you company wherever you may be. This is Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland and Latrobe Valley. Ian Doherty here for the next hour right through until midday. Joining me as he does every Saturday is my old mate Brad Sinclair. Sinkers, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Wiz. Um, it is an absolute beautiful day, but I must say uh, I... Uh, had to get the hot water on the windscreen to get up here. I can give you the tip. It was as cold as a mother-in-law's kiss out there this morning. Well, I'm not able to talk about mother-in-law's kisses, just in case she's listening uh, in Mildura. But uh, I think I know what you mean. Very chilly this morning. Our little dog was too cold to go out on the wet grass this morning when he got out of oh. bed. Uh, so he thought he'd do it on the uh, floor in the... Um outdoor family room instead, the poor little devil. It was very chilly indeed. Uh, it was, and uh, saying it's been a big week in uh, footy is uh, an understatement this week. Uh, but did you watch Neighbours during the week, the last episode, Wizard? No, I, I'm sorry I missed it, Brad. I was uh, Unfortunately, I had to rearrange my belly button lint collection <laughs> into chronological order, so I wasn't able to find the time to watch Neighbours, but I did, like, most Australians, I was 800,000 people watched it, but uh, like most Australians saw it the next day on the news and also the important parts there. Well, it's a, Look, it's an iconic TV show and uh, now it's part of history after 37 years of good innings and we move on. Well, I'll tell you what, I watched the first episode in 1985, I was a 21-year-old at the time, and I watched it for a fair whack and I must say I fell in love with Charlene, who was Kylie Minogue, of course. Yeah. And I was a bit of a fan of Daphne, who married Des, and she should have married Shane. Uh, and I hadn't seen it for a lot of years. Mm. So I've seen the first episode, seen a fair bit in between, seen the last episode. What, yep. what I can tell you, yep. in the first half hour, I hadn't watched it for 20 years, in the first half hour I caught up with, <laughs> I knew everything what would have been that's going what, on. That's what they say about those shows. You can you can miss a few episodes and still pick up what's going on. In this case, you've missed 37 years, and... <laughs> Uh, everything was still okay. Hey, thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy, your local store for computers and electrical free. Click and collect is available now. We've got a little segment a little later on in the show called Little Birdie Told Me. Oh. So we've got our text line. If you've got any stories going around or if you simply want to tell us where you find us today, where you're listening or what your plans are for this afternoon when the local footy's on, our number is 0426 307 289. I'll do it again. 0426 307 289. Uh, flick us a text and let us know what's going on. If you've got a little birdie told me for later on in the show, uh, flick it through now and we'll run it past our lawyers and make sure that it's not going to get us in trouble. And away we go. Our, uh, our mate uh, got himself in a little bit of trouble on Bay Street, Port Melbourne during the week that we had on the show earlier in the year when we were out at Nyora. Oh, yes. Chicken Nixon. Yeah, he's... Um... Toot toot. The, 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 he might have given the uh, old, uh, Albert Abbott and Costello. He might have given, given him the old flying elbow there, and, and didn't he milk that too? He's gone down. He was playing for the free kick, Costello. There, I think. I had a look at the uh, slow mo, and uh, the elbow didn't connect the jaw at all. No, it didn't. But um, didn't stop uh, Costello from uh, di- diving to the floor and groaning like he had a couple of teeth knocked out. Straight on the phone to three AW. Yeah, not bad, not bad. They know how to play the victim. That's for sure. I'm sure. Going to work it out, but don't think it's got anything to do with that health company anymore. That's what's changed there. 
What about the Collingwood Essendon finish last week, Wiz? What a well, finish. It was a beauty. Game of the year. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And uh, Jamie Elliott's finished there from a, a spot oh. on the boundary line. And it was... Uh, got ice in his veins. Well, no, it's almost like... Because I, I called it with a few seconds ago. He's taken the mark and then turned his back on the goal and walked back to yep. his mark. So I thought at the time... And that's, you never turn your back on the goal. But that was just a sign for him saying... Stand back, everybody. I got this. I come at the moment, and it was the moment that he yeah. wanted, and he delivered. It was a beautiful kick, and uh, the Pies move on to nine wins in a row. Could you see that coming? <sighs> no, I couldn't, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, those wins last kicks and under a goal, and they've been against some pretty ordinary sides. North Melbourne and Adelaide are in amongst those as well. Yeah. And the Bombers haven't had a great year, let's be honest. No. They'll get found out today. Well, Port, Adelaide the will, Port Adelaide will touch them up. Well, the I, I tipped the Bombers in last week's so tipping comp. I thought they'd get it done, and they had got it done right through to when the mm. siren sounded, but not enough. I did see this meme come through on social media during the week as well. When Collingwood win, yes. Australia lose. Yeah. And uh, other than Collingwood supporters, and most people would probably go along with that one. I think, think we should get them printed up as bumper stickers and put them on the back of our car. <laughs> I, I like it. I no, like it. I, I'm not a fighting man, and the last thing I need is uh, having to pull over somewhere in the uh, southeastern suburbs of Melbourne and um, go and toe to toe with some toothless bloke over the pies. Hey, we 46 points last night, Frio Dockers. They got problems up forward. Yeah, they, oh, well, I think we've known that for a couple of weeks. They just can't kick a yeah. winning score. The Dockers, as good as they are, and uh, they probably, uh, that might end up being the spot for Fife if he could kick straight and they get him back out on the ground. But at the moment, um, against good opponents, kicking a, kicking a score is their, their challenge. When I say that, I mean tall forwards. I mean, last night they kicked five goals. Frederick kicks two and Walters kicks two. So they're two small forwards to kick 95% of their score. Mm. And they've got a real problem up forward for a big forward taking a big grab. And that's going to hurt them come finals. Yeah, there's no problems kicking goals for the Demons, though. They got the job done last night. And going into that one, I think they'd won only three of their last eight or something mm. like that. So it's fair to say they needed it. I think there'd been a call to arms within that club in the last week or so. It was time to giddy up and get on with things. So, uh, But they certainly delivered in Perth last night, no doubt about that. Hey, gold medal time too. The Com Games in Birmingham. I don't know whether you watched the opening ceremony. It did go for about four hours in the middle of the night and... Uh, I thought I'd sit out in the backyard and watch the grass grow instead. But four gold medals to the Aussies already. And Harvey Norman's own Ariane Titmus was the first one with the gold medal. I think in it's jumped to 200 six. 200 free. Is that right? I think it's jumped to six now. Well, there we go. I say Harvey yeah. Norman's own because every time I turn the TV on, there's a Harvey Norman ad with her and her oven that she got from Harvey Norman and her sofa and all I that sort of stuff. I they got it at Montfaggy, Harvey Norman. Well, of course they would have. Very good. Yeah, that's no, good. that's uh, that's your local store for computers and electrical. And they anywhere. They, they do too. And free click and collect available hey, right now at Harvey Norman. Big thing happening out here in the kids' game as we speak. Yes, under-18s football at the moment. Now, we're live here. We should have said this at Nearham South Football Ground today, the home of the undefeated competition leaders in the Ellenbank competition. And we'll be calling that game with Lang Lang from 2 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, but in the under-18 game today, as they go forward again, the Cats here near them south are clear leaders in this competition and uh, in this game as well. But Matt Roberts, their full four forward, uh, sorry, full forward, Matt Roberts, the full forward for near them south under-18, started the day on 88 goals for the season. It's up the other end, you can see, I can't, Brad, but on last count, 
He had kicked six for the afternoon. He's on 94, and I think we're only in the second quarter. Yeah, so, we are. And I've got a feeling he's got more than six. We've got people coming in giving us updates, but we'll let you know if he tons up while we're on air this afternoon or this morning. And speaking of leaderboards, the uh, Aussies have now jumped to eight gold medals on the Commonwealth Games. It's uh, That's a moving feast, no doubt it about is. that. It's updating as we speak. There's gold medals everywhere. What did we get in the last uh, Common Games? Oh. Something like 80 gold medals, wasn't it? Ah, that's a big question. I don't normally watch the Commonwealth Games because I, I think it's cheap. Unless everyone's involved, I mean... No, well, the Commonwealth is the Commonwealth yeah. country, so I, well, they've always done it. It's I the get that, but it's... 25th. Plastic. Well... It's real. No, it is what it is. Oh, oh, by the way, Bradley, now, if you were sitting in front of me as a Commonwealth Games gold medalist in your other chosen sport, which is um, darts, uh, you would have, uh, you'd have you be happy to be spruiking that one. So You smoke darts. Oh, uh, it only... Oh, no, oh, I can't do that one. He's just ran in and kicked another goal, Matt Roberts. Matt ran Roberts. into an open goal. I reckon he can't be far off the ton. You keep an eye on oh, that well. one. 13-7 plays 1-6, so uh, they're going all right near him south in the under-18s here. And it's a beautiful, sunny Saturday morning here. Blue sky as far as the eye can see. Sunny, the ground surrounded by vehicles, uh, country footy style. And uh, the Cats and the Tigers doing battle in the under-18s at the moment. And we'll be this afternoon. Hey, I've got a couple of little sports stories too. Credit to the Latrobe Valley Express. I noticed here the Trafalgar Footy Netball Club past players gathered recently to celebrate a number of premiership reunions. And they named their team of the decade, the 2010s as well. And I noticed there's a couple of current Trafalgar players in that side. And well done to those, including their runner, Reese Holdsworth. Uh, Matt Swenson is named in the back pocket. He's currently playing at full forward for the Traf, for the Bloods there. And there's a few others as well. Dylan Farrell, Matt Van Schack, uh Blake Slater. There's quite a few boys from the current side that were named in that team of the decade there. So well done for He's, to the Bloods. Swenson's on 28 goals and in the top 10 of the competition. So Going all right. in the back pocket. Not a bad back pocket player uh, and uh, good work if you can get it. Hey, also, you know, it's been my ongoing theme. Now, sport in Gippsland, this is a beauty. Now, recently we did have uh, the National Bocce Championships in Morwell. I've got an update on that. Now, the Italian-Australian club Morwell members, Diane Penny, Maria Maselli, and Anna Prezioso were recently selected in the Bocce Australian Team of the Half Century. Oh. So well done, ladies. That's a great achievement. There's a good photo of them there in the Latrobe Valley Express. We've got that this week. Uh, And uh, named in the Team of the Half Century for Bocce, coming out of the National Championships at Morwell a few weeks ago. Good stuff, ladies. Hey, I'll tell you what, After I know we're going to go to a break shortly. I'm looking forward to our first guest, Matty Olney. He uh, he was part of the 1996 uh, New South Wales ACT Rams side, uh, Wiz, and, and David Noble was his coach. And mm-hmm. in that side were players such as Cam Mooney, Mark McVeigh, Lenny Hayes, Brad Fuller, all played league footy. Pretty good side. Pretty good side. Matty was my ruckman in the 2009 Premiership at Neil Madarnam. He's gone back there today to talk to the club on behalf of Beyond Blue about mental health and so forth. And he's at 41 years mm-hmm. of age, and he's, he's, uh, he was diagnosed with bipolar back in that year, I think it was 2009. I remember him sitting in a pub just before a presentation night at Yarrigan mm-hmm. and mentioned to me that he'd been diagnosed with bipolar. He's been on a, a roundabout and a merry-go-round 
of emotions for a long time yep. now. And uh, it's really good to see that he's getting his life back on track. And he's going to go out and have a kick with the Nilma Darnham Bombers today and help him out. Good on him. And we get to speak to him coming out of the next break. Looking forward to that one. Have been all week, no doubt, there as well. Just a quick reminder, our text line 0426 307 289. That's if you've got any little stories. Tell us what you're doing today. Where you're on your way to the footy somewhere. Which game are you going to? Where do we find you this fine Saturday morning in Gippsland? Uh, and also, if you've got any little birdie stories for a little later on, I've got a couple of good ones lined up as well, Bradley. So uh, it, it's nice to be back here too after old mate's oh, yeah. 90th birthday last weekend in Mildura. How'd it go? How'd it go? Well, you know, he's a retired shearer. Yep. So they don't mind a beer. No. And we had family up from uh, everywhere down near um, Port Stevens and um, down near or Geelong and Mount Morag and. Um, Oh, no, I'll get the places wrong. They're probably listening, but everybody was there, and there was a few beers going down. I was a little bit dusty on the Sunday morning, I can tell you. But I did tune in, listen to you, and Kenny Moore did a terrific job last week, and well done to Kenny, too. Were you on the heavies? Were you drinking the heavies, Wiz? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, mate. You might have had a bit of grape juice as well up get, there. Get to 60, you start drinking the lighties, mate. Get on the lights. <laughs> how, how, how did the old fella go? No, really well. It was what good. It was, a, it was a great birthday festival for him, and they took him out on Wednesday to Poon Kerry, where he used to do a bit of shearing. It's about 100-odd k's out of Mildura, and he um, reacquainted himself with the area, the pub, and a couple of locals up there. He hadn't been there for years. But, How's uh, his back? If he's a shearer and he's at 90. No, his, his back's okay, but his yeah. hips were knackered. Yeah. So he's had three hip replacement operations since he retired, yeah. which suddenly is a long time. I think he retired about 65 or something. I was out in a shearing shed one day in Geraldry, and this New Zealander was doing something to this sheep that I thought, that's a bit untoward. And I said, hey, mate, where I come from, they shear them. And he said, go away, I'm not shearing this with nobody. <laughs> That's some of your better work, I must say, even though working a little bit blue there, Brad Sinclair. Time for us to take a break. When we come back, we'll be speaking to Matt Onley. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one thaggy, a local store for computers and electrical. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. This is Saturdays in Gippsland indeed. And thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. It's uh, here we are with Saturdays in Gippsland and our next guest. Now, this is an one. You've got a uh, long connection with this chap, part of the 1996 New South Wales ACT under-18 side, uh, and uh, they were a very, very good footy side. David, David Noble was the coach, Cam Mooney, Mark McVeigh, Lenny Hayes, Brad Fuller, and this man, Matt Olney, who joins us online. Good morning, Matt. G'day. How are you, gents? Really well, Matt. Nice to speak with you and uh, talking about that history you've got and, of course, a Neil Madarnam Premiership player from 2009 here in the Ellenbank District competition. It's great to have you with us this morning, mate. Uh, and Brad Sinclair's with me as well. As well. Brad, did you say g'day? How are you, Matty? G'day, sir. Bradley Sinclair. How are you, mate? Uh, mate, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm real good to hear you're good, and that's the major thing. You've had a uh, pretty rough trot uh, over a long period of time, and uh, I've been following you very, very closely what's been happening in the last, let's say, six months, but uh, it's been a longer time than that, Matt, hasn't it? Yeah, mate, yeah. I um, yeah, AFL under-18s, so I uh, got mark of the year. Um, the next week of training, they'll kick me 20 footies, and I'll only mark two of them. 
Uh, they sent me to a sports site and nothing was found. Um, I applied to go into the special forces in army, got through all the site testing, um, got through the interview, nothing was found. Uh, I must have been 26. And then when I was 28, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Unbelievable. Now, Maddie. Correct me if I'm wrong, I remember sitting with you at the Yarrigan Hotel prior to our 2009 presentation night. Was that the time that you were diagnosed and you told me that evening? No, no, I got diagnosed at 28. Um, So four years later, I was in the premiership side at Nilma. Now... does, I mean, you were drafted, you ended up at the Sydney Swans. Now, I know the mark that you're talking about, mark of the year. I've seen the photo. It is unbelievable, Wiz. Uh, just Google it when you get a chance. He's, yeah, well. he's got the big number 22 taking an incredible mark. And Maddie was... Uh, so over that time, with you not knowing Maddie, now when you look back, do you think, oh, wow, that makes sense, all different things that have happened throughout your life? Um, no, well... I do take my medication daily and uh, it's no different to a diabetic requiring insulin. It it makes me a better person. Um, Yeah, so I was never, you know, for 25 long years I had a shattered dream and it feels great to have a new one and, um, you know, it's talking to public about mental health. Um, Yeah, the journey in life, you you know, having a dream shattered and not getting, you know, drafted and then... You know, I had to declare to the army that I was taking depression medication. So that another dream gone. Um, you know, I, I don't. You know, I, I keep looking through the. You know, in a car, you look through the bloody windscreen, the front window. Yeah, yeah, and every now and then you look in the rear vision mirror, and you just keep looking forward. So um, I'm currently an SES volunteer. I haven't done it much lately um, due to my own circumstances. Um, I'm a licensed plumber, so, and I'm a business owner. Um, I don't know, I give myself challenges all the time. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and recently, yeah. and oh, well, recently I was living down the river at Yarrawonga. I separated from someone and I was fortunate enough to have camping gear. But yeah, Sinky, I've been homeless, mate. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, and the other thing is, Maddie, you've you've continued a life. I mean, I've seen your work, uh, your plumbing work, and your renovations that you do. You're an amazing tradesman. But what I like to hear now, Maddie, you're actually looking at getting into coaching because I think you've got a lot to offer. Is that right? You're looking at coaching now. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To be a to be a coach, you've really got to be able to get along with everyone. And I don't care if you're highly able or disabled, if you're rich or homeless. I've, <laughs> I'm actually on the committee for the homeless in Yarrawonga. Um, you know, I don't, I don't care if you're black or white, you know, you get the same respect from this bugger talking now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you've had, you've had a bit of dialect with, uh, dialogue sorry, with uh, Lenny Hayes of late. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, well, um, at, at my Beyond Blue fundraiser up in Yarrawonga, we raised uh, three and a half, ah, sorry, seven and a half grand and, Lenny Hayes donated a signed jumper with um, the current St Kilda captain, Jack Steele, and it went for 350 bucks, um, which <laughs> was a stuff. good effort. And uh, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, 
my old AFL under our 18s jumper went for 510. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Good luck, Lenny. <laughs> Good on you, Matty. Uh, that's terrific. Now, Matty, I, I want to draw, move this conversation towards what you're doing today now as well to bring. Uh, more attention towards these mental health issues, and I know that's really important to you, having heard your story, and it's been um, it's been uh, a tough few years with some of these battles. But today, everybody gets to hear the story because we want to bring attention to mental health. Uh, and you're going to be running around for your old mob today, Neil Madarnam, who have been doing it tough themselves this year. And oh, gee, I bet you're looking forward to having a kick. Oh, yeah. Well, we're still trying to get me registered. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't know about uh, running around too much, <laughs> but um, I, reckon, I, I reckon it'll be like a greyhound. Once I see that bloody footy, I'll just want it, I guess. And <laughs> yeah, see I'm ball, get ball. Tomorrow. Yeah, what, you don't yeah, know what so position um, you're going to be playing today? Uh, they got me at the old centre forward, but yeah, I might I might sneak into the forward pocket. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, just it, it, it's going to be all about you today, mate, and uh, get as much of the footy as you can. <laughs> centre forward, that's in the right position, no doubt about that. Hey, uh, terrific, and and uh, presumably you've reconnected with a lot of your old mates at Nilmadarnam today, uh, down from. And you, have you settled down this way, or are you still up on the border somewhere, or where are you living, mate? Um, I'm out near Blue Rock Dam. Um, I've got to jump oh, yeah? interview on Monday. Yeah, I'm going to jump interview on Monday, and I'm going to walk in there very, very sore. So many joys walk like that, or they might employ me. They might think I'm a bit of a risk. <laughs> well, from what I know about you, mate, there's no risk at all, and uh, anybody that takes you on uh, will get the absolute best from you too. Uh, it's been a terrific story. Yeah. It's just only a shame we haven't got more time to yak about it uh, with the news coming up. But um, if you're in the area, folks, get down there today too. It's it's at Newman, Newman, and it? taking on Nyora, one of the old foes there, Matty. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, the ground's actually looking pretty pretty awesome, you know. It's not as muddy as it used to be. <laughs> you can have a smoke in the coach's box at about three-quarter time if they take you <laughs> off like the old days. Ah, uh, come on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like he knows you too well, Matty. Your former coach there, Brad hey, um, Sinclair. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, so today's their sponsor's day, so they've got me along as a guest speaker for Beyond Blue. So, yeah, I actually fundraise and uh, talk about mental health and why it's so important. Great stuff. Go well today, Matty. Yeah, yeah, I better stretch up, huh? Yeah, you good on you, mate. Go well. We'll be looking for the results, and um, it's a good thing you're doing, mate, and good to see you up and around. Good luck with that job interview on Monday, and uh, more importantly, get amongst it today with the Bombers, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your time, gents, and to the listeners. Um, yeah, I hope you got something from it. Nah, terrific. Matty Olney there, who will be lining up this afternoon with the Nilma Darnham first 18 and up against Nyora. And uh, speaking at their lunch as well, bringing uh, some awareness for the Beyond Blue campaign. And a uh, man who's done it tough, but he's still... Fronts up and has a go, and he'll be nice doing so bloke. this afternoon. A nicer bloke you'll struggle to meet. Uh, gentle giant, but boy, could he play football. He was, a, he was pivotal in our premiership win in 2019, not only on the day. He was in our best on the day, but throughout the year. Brilliant. Yeah, no, Brilliant. it's a shame I couldn't go out and have a look at it this afternoon. Mm. We're here at Nilma Dunham instead for the big one today. The undefeated Cats up against 
the Tigers from the Lang Lang Footy Club. It's time for us to go to the newsroom for a quick update, Brad. And when we come back, of course, we'll be talking through our Nothing But Net segment and the remainder of Saturdays in Gippsland. So thanks to Harvey Norman. One thank you over to the newsroom now. We'll talk to you again in just a few minutes. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Now it's time for Nothing But Net. Whoosh. Nothing But Net is here on Sa- Saturdays with Gippsland. Gee, I might start that again. Nothing But Net here on Saturdays in Gippsland. Uh, thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, our netball segment for the Allen Bank and District Football Netball Competition. We're joined by Casey Timken, uh, who's the A-grade netball captain at Neerham South. Uh, the uh, well, the latter leader, undefeated A-grade Neerham South netball side. Casey, w- welcome to you. Thanks for having me. And welcome to Nothing But Net. Uh, fair bit going on in the netball competition, but it's not worrying Neerham South the team that you lead every Saturday. At the moment, looking at 14 wins, no losses, with a percentage of 302, just getting it done easy. It's um, a very surreal situation. I haven't been a part of this ever, so it's it's very exciting. So when you say you haven't been part of it ever, what exactly do you mean? You haven't been part of a winning team before or being undefeated? What's what's the unusual part for you? Yeah, a bit of both. So definitely the undefeated part, but um, we've... We made finals 2016 in A grade, and that was our first berth in a very long time since the formidable 80s and 90s of the Neurom South um, group. But um, so we've rebuilt, we've and now we've got some guns in our you sure have. team, yep. and um, and it's just been yeah, it's been amazing. So. Speaking of those guns, just a lazy 54 from Kimberley Hillberg last week again. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's so. Does it make your job as captain pretty easy, though? You've got a couple of guns running around. Yeah, I think so, and I, I love the fact that you know you've got so many leaders on that court, and every time that you take step on the court, you are um, supported. You you have that person beside you that's inspiring you, um, and the trust that's being built within our team at the moment is huge. I love a goal cooker and I love a goal shooter. Yep. Now, Nicole Orcock too. I mean, she's been travelling pretty well as well, hasn't she? Yes, absolutely. And I think um, we spoke about this on tra- training the other night. Um, both girls in previous teams, wherever they've played, have been the dominant goaler. And this year, combining together, it's just, it's huge. That's 84 with between two shooters last week. That is annoying. It's more than what most teams have scored. You know, there's some teams that won't score that in two or three weeks. So, Unbelievable. No, they're going okay. So the job of captain, Casey, managing that sort of talent, pulling it together is one thing. You can see where this is heading. And, and certainly you're not getting ahead of yourselves at all because only a couple of games behind you is Trafalgar. Uh, Neil Madanum having a pretty good year as well. And Lang Lang, your opponents today, are fifth. So in the footy, it's first versus fifth. And it is also in the netball today too. Big job today? I do think so. I think um, coming into finals, we, we have Lang Lang, we have Puong, we have Traff, and then we have like Ellen Banks. So we've got a great run into finals in terms of that competition and that higher level. And I think Lang Lang today, they are fighting for a spot and they're going to bring it and we're going to really be wanting to be on our best game and fine-tuning those things ready for finals. I've got to say, B-grade as well, um, 
you're sitting sixth, taking on the Lang Lang side, sitting seventh. You're both on 34, mm-hmm. and Catania on 36. B grade, they uh, must be really championed the bit to get out there today. They win, they go inside. Yeah, and they are on a roll. So they have Nilma above them, I'm pretty sure, and a few weeks ago we won by over 20 goals against Nilma. So they've hit their straps at the right time of the season, and they are... Today's going to make or break what happens in the next few weeks. Where's what's happened out there? Uh, I'm just looking, looking out to your left. Excited. Be, behind you there, Casey, and uh, the ground is absolutely covered in people because Matt Roberts has just kicked his 12th goal of the day in the under-18s here, which gets him to 100 for the season. And you must be the only member of the club that didn't run out onto the ground <laughs> to give him a slap on the back. Uh, terrific effort by the young That's fella. It's an incredible too. effort, isn't it? I mean, it, we're only early into the third quarter and he's kicked that 12th goal. Yeah. He'll yeah. end up with 20 the way he's going today. Not too bad, but footy gets plenty of coverage. Let's get back to the netball. Now, I'm going to go quickly go through some of these senior results as well. And I'll get your commentary on each one because as the captain of the A-grade side here at Neerham, you'd be well and truly aware of how some of these clubs are travelling. Trafalgar last week, 82 over Yarragon, 23. Uh, McDonald, 32. Farmer, 30. They went all right. Yeah, they did. Yep. I think um, Traff are going to be one of those teams that obviously new to our league in the last few years, didn't get their opportunity to play finals last year because of covid and they're going to be the team to watch out for, I think. Mm, okay, so they, uh, you're planning on playing them again during the course of this season, no doubt about that. Puong went down to Neil Madanum, 81-36. to 36. That's pretty comprehensive. Uh, Melanie Cook, 46. And Gabrielle Painter, 35 for uh, Nilma there. It's a, it's a pretty a pretty good win. And your mob, no, uh, 84, Nearham South, Noyora, 21, as we said. And Kimberly Hilberg, 54. And Nicole Alcock, 30. That's a good win. Ellenbank, 63. Defeated Bullen, 36. And I, um, that's a bit of a turn-up for mine. I thought uh, Bullen were pretty strong in the netball this year. Uh, their A-grade are still... They're young. Um, they just need a few years together to build and build that experience back up again. But yeah. B and C for Bullen, um, yeah, will go. Will possibly go all the way. And Alan Bank have one of their own real good shooters too, and Abby Bowman. I mean, she's a yep. super player Well, we spoke well. to Abs yep. on this show yes. earlier this season as well. Katani uh, and Longwari were in the close one, 71 to 55 with the Blues getting up there. Holly Stevens, 36 for Longwari and 45 goals to Emerson Honan from Katani. Uh, looks like that was a pretty good game. Yeah, yep. Yeah, those, um, and that's what I love about A grade is, you know, the scores sometimes don't reflect those games. They're very competitive teams. You play A grade for a reason, um, and each week you never know what you're going to get. So, what position are you playing today, Casey? Um, I'm actually injured. Ah. Uh, every whenever I ask that, they're always injured. Every that's week, what, that's they why they, they send us in the injured players. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Well, I'm actually, yeah, available this week to have a chat, which yeah. is great. But, um, yeah, so hopefully I've strained my calf muscle, but hopefully. Oh. That's an, yeah, old, that's it, an old man's injury, it is Casey. It's an old person injury. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, just got to do the right things at the moment, look after it, and then be back at the important Got to be right for the final, but Skipper. Yeah. But normally wing defence. No, yep. Okay, wing oh, defence. Okay. No, you struck me as a wing defence type personality. <laughs> I'm pretty good at picking those. Hey, Casey, thanks for your time today. I know it's a busy day. Uh, senior captain, whether you're playing or not, there's a lot going on, and we're riding the thick things out of the back here at Neerham with the netball courts today. Good luck to your cats today and for the rest of the season. Got a feeling we'll be talking to you again during the course of this season if things go as they look to be going. I hope so. Thank you so much. Casey Timken there, the captain of the A-grade Neerham South netball side. We need to take a break here uh, and back with more of Saturdays in Gippsland right after this. 
Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical with free click and collect available now. Time for a quick local sports update. Brad Sinclair. Uh, Gippsland League last week, Wiz, there was a draw. Wonthaggy and Terrelgan played out a uh, 62-all draw. I mean, Wonthaggy would be a bit uh, concerned about that because 8-14's never sort of going to get it done against the better sides. No. Terrelgan is one of the better sides well, this year. they certainly year. have improved this year, the Maroons, and Sing that would have been a good game. It, it would have been third and fourth they were, and Lee and Gaffer going along their merry way. And they had a 63-point win over Warrigal. But, gee, the big win. Sale over Maui by 142 points. Maui have been travelling OK this year, Wiz. Well, they were super last year. They were one of the two great sides uh, in that shortened season last year. Lingather and Maui were certainly the pick of them. But uh, I, I can't tell you what's going on this year. You've got a contact down there. One of your mates is uh, former Nilma players as an assistant down there, isn't he? He's down there. He's, he's on your board, actually. Better hey, find out what's going on. The uh, big game of the day there, I was told. I haven't had a chance to have a look at it, but I will get onto the uh, live stream replay. Mafra Mall, because I do the voiceovers for those oh, yeah, competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, when I got the uh, videos come through and that I was looking at doing the voiceovers with... Um, the uh, Mafra Mall game looked like an absolute ripper. It looked really, really yeah, good. Yeah. And they got up by three points, Mafra. Now, uh, there's so Mall have been improving as well. On they that have. One, so, yeah. There's been a little bit of uh, uh, always is when finals venues are uh, allocated to clubs. Um, been a little bit of argy bargy amongst clubs about who got the finals and. Geez, there's been a fair bit in that competition of argy bargy about what. What have you done with? Well, I've done anything, but you might want to say they have a little birdie, Tommy. But oh. I think they. I think most. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of passion in most competitions around finals, venues, and whatnot, and uh, people venting their opinions. But you know, the job of a board in the end is to make a decision, and um, uh, I guess that's uh, that's what was done. Oh, okay. Well, plenty of attention paid yeah. to it. There were two meetings dedicated to it, and. Uh, the finals venues have been decided as they have at Allen Bank. Uh, yeah, uh, and and I'm going to go. I'm going to go on to West Gippie. And what worries me about the West Gippie, and I, I know a lot of people might say it's COVID, but what's happened in that competition? The schools have become the the margins have become so big between these clubs in this competition. The haves and the have-nots. Oh, it's, uh, they're 100-point losses. Not a good sign, Brad. And, and of the you know so six games, there's four that are up around that mm. margin. That's mm. going to be concerning for West Gippie. So, I mean, in the long term, I think the G25 report, which came out of AFL Victoria a couple of years ago for what Gippsland footy would look like in 2025, there was a suggestion of a merger between Ellen Bank and West Gippsland. Yeah. Divisional football, one and two. And I think that may have been specifically to address some of these haves and have-nots. There's probably a handful of Allen Bank clubs that will go well in a higher division against the West Gippie clubs. And, and similarly, yeah. there's some underperforming West Gippies that might end up uh, better in the Allen Bank environment. Well, what happens then, as you know, you go into the reserve grade competition scores and they're all 150 points plus. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of these sides aren't scoring in reserve grade footy. Now, players end up walking away from that. And, and normally what you see is the average age in some of these seconds clubs can be 40, 
blokes that they're pulling out of the pub. I reckon it's a sign whenever you turn up at a local footy game, doesn't matter where you're playing, you look at the reserve grade and if you've got a couple of fat 50-year-olds running around yeah. the Magoos, there's a reasonable chance there's not a lot of depth in that footy club do you reckon I'll start for a, whatever reason. Do you reckon I'll start a mini pre-season? I think that uh, ship may have sailed, Brad, but good oh. luck if you wanted to give it a go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that geez, would thanks, be Wiz. entirely I was up to for you. for a bit of support. <laughs> hey, hey, the other one I just want to touch on because we're calling the big game here today. Yep. Um, Nearham South taking on, uh, who have we got? Nearham South. Lang Lang. Lang Lang. Yeah, Nearham South. Lang Lang. Now, Lang Lang, four guys in the top 10 of the goal, leading goal kickers at Nearham South. Yep. They've kicked 170 goals between, between them, the yeah. four of them. Name One of them. them's a midfielder. Yeah. Chris Urie on top with 58. Lockie Bainbridge second on 44. And Luke Kinder third on 41. Then you go down the list to 10th. And Cody Wilson, the captain, is on 27. Mm. So you've got four players that have kicked 170 goals. Now... That's an average of 12 goals a game. But the three forwards are averaging 10 a game between them in Uri, Bainbridge and Kinder. Now, that is enormous. When you've got three players in the top four of the goal kicking, that's a how do you stop all three? It's an enormous effort by Nearham South. Well, my fear is today that the goal umpires may need a good proper warm-up before they get out on the ground yes, today. Cause, do a shoulder. Uh, they could... Uh, Easily uh, put a shoulder out today, signalling goal after goal. And that uh, could be how things turn out today with the Tigers and the Cats. Because, uh, and what I'm looking forward to today was in that uh, midfield battle. The two best players that I've seen play in the midfield this year, Sean Dwyer from Lang Lang and Cody Wilson from Nearham South. Now, I'm looking forward to that. that I want to see that head-to-head at yep, some stage. I, absolutely. I've got no doubt there'll probably be a tag on Wilson, so... Uh, but they will come head to head at some stage throughout yeah. the day, so I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, uh, that's about it in the uh, local roundup because local we've got to get into update. our little favourite segment. Well, I know we you're do. champion of the bit. You've got a couple of rumours to make it. up. Yeah, that's it for <laughs> the uh, local sports update. Now, just before we go, midday is looming large on the horizon here. Little segment we've started up. That we like to call a little birdie told me. And you can hear a little birdie in the background. That's where you've got any stories that you might have heard around the traps. You want to send them through to us and we'll let everybody know what, in fact, uh, is going on there. So, a little birdie told me. My first one, Brad, is mm-hmm. a little birdie told me, and I won't mention the club. I don't think it's appropriate to mention the club at this point. But there is a Gippsland, uh, another Gippsland-based club this week that... Uh, has told their senior coach that he's no longer required. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's that's what have we got? We've got a month of footy, we've got four games to go in and some might have five, but most of the comps have got three or four or five games to go. What do you do in that instance? Do you go to a coach if you're not gonna have him there next year, do you tell him now we're probably not gonna re sign you? So, so it gives you, you an opportunity to talk to other clubs. I think it's fair at this stage. I think mid-year and you stay on like they did at Nanagoon uh, that are sitting in the top four, mind you. Well, they're top going four. Going really well. Nanagoon could still challenge for the premiership in that competition. So, you know, that's... Um... And it was too early. For mine, it was too early. Um, I, I just thought... And I'm just looking at that now. They've, uh, they've actually still sitting fourth and don't look like being headed in that top four. They're eight points clear of fifth. Nah, nah, goon. So that's a little bit different. But if someone's doing it now with a three, four weeks to go, I think that's fair enough. If you're not going to have him there, but I tell you what, it's hard to stay 
it's hard to stay on as the coach with a month to go. Oh, I mean, it depends on the relationship with the players and all that sort of stuff. There's a whole bunch of moving yeah. parts in that one as well. But, uh, no, that's uh, come to my attention. I've got one more, Bradley. Oh, okay. You, you, you start them up. You a, do. A little birdie told me that one of the key forwards in the Elibank competition... Oh, you've stole mine. <laughs> well, i better go slower <laughs> then. One of the key forwards in the Elibank competition will be missing from his side today. Leading goal kicker at his club and one of the leading kickers, goal kickers in the competition is currently sunning himself in far north Queensland. Oh, And right oh. now, six degrees here, but I couldn't blame him. There's an actor, Daniel Day-Lewis. Wasn't there an actor called Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, there's a full forward at Lang Lang called Daniel Lewis that I reckon might be up in Cairns just quietly between you. <laughs> I think I might have just given that one up. I on. think you've accidentally thrown that one up, Bradley. Because that, uh, that was my little birdie. Um, but I will tell you... I pinched it. Yeah, and in, in, in the same one... <clears throat> excuse me. In the same one, there might be... Uh, the uh, playing coach that uh, might have pulled out injured and not playing this afternoon in the same team, actually, mm. just quietly. Okay, so yeah. there's a few changes going on there. Little birdie Tommy. You've got any little birdie Tommies? Just before we go, it's 0426 307 289. Pick one through, and uh, we'll get a little birdie Tommy segment. You can flick it through to us during the week as well. Looks like uh, time's got away from us yet again. Bradley Sinclair, thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical Free click and collect available right now. This has been Bradley for Saturdays in Gippsland. We'll be back at 2 o'clock for the Big Allen Bank match of the day near him south. And Lang Lang will talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye for now.